Thank you for traveling with Amex Platinum. To your right, you'll see Oceanside Relaxation at a fine hotel and resort property. When booked through Amex Travel, you can enjoy complimentary breakfast for 2 and 4 p.m. late checkout. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Winter is coming. Heavy rain, sleet, snow, and ice. Are your tires up for the challenge? Tread confidently in winter's worst with a set of new tires from Tire Rack. They sell only the best, like the full line of Kumo tires. Go to TireRack.com slash sports. That's TireRack.com slash sports. Tell them what you drive. Your tires will ship fast and free to you or one of over 10,000 recommended installers. That's TireRack.com, TireRack.com, TireRack.com. The way tire buying should be. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. 56% of job seekers say their biggest challenge is finding a job that matches their qualifications, according to an Express Employment Professionals Harris Poll survey. The job search can be a lonely process, but Express Employment Professionals can be your one connection to finding a job that fits. Each year, hundreds of thousands of people find work through their local Express office. Find the location near you at ExpressPros.com. With no fees for job seekers, visit ExpressPros.com. Thanks for listening to the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weeknight, 10 p.m. to 2 a.m. Eastern, 7 to 11 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every night on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. Now let's get this party started. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. Greetings and welcome inside Hour 2 of the Jason Smith Show with my best friend, Mike Harmon. Well-dressed hobo. Live from the TireRack.com studios. TireRack.com will help you get there. An unmatched selection, fast free shipping, free road hazard protection, over 10,000 recommended installers. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. Well, you know, like we say, you know, ahead of the curve, I'll tell you right now, the woman they've just showed uh, during the game, during the cutaways, the Chargers... On fourth down, go for it. Deep in Cowboys territory. Well, they kind of have to at this point because they're down by seven. Justin Herbert, who has been really inaccurate the entire game, which we'll get to, um, hits Everett with a touchdown pass. The game is now tied at 17 with seven minutes to go in the fourth quarter. But they showed a fan. They kept going back to her wearing a Herbert jersey who is really intense. She's wearing glasses, and and she's gritting her teeth and putting her arms up, almost like she knows she's on TV, like, hey, look at me on my TV. I guarantee you she's going to be everywhere in the next 24 hours. This video of her, very upset, very upset, excited, celebratory after the touchdown, absolutely, she's going to be viral. I'm, I'm already seeing pictures put up. She's absolutely going viral. Like I, I can't tell you how easy of a prediction that's going to be. Yeah, but they stayed on that shot so long. I'm like, I felt bad. Like, am I supposed to know who she is? Like somebody's girlfriend, somebody's wife. Yeah, that's so, what I, I mean, first thought. I'm, I'm like, like, who what, is that? Yeah, is this somebody of import, or is it just, yeah. hey, they've got the fired up fan that they decided to isolate? I don't know. Yeah, that's one thing. I'm going, okay, is this somebody? Because usually when they show a fan like that, it's because they're famous, they're someone, they're related to someone, they're friends, they know. Because it know, stayed like just, there a while. Yeah. Like this wasn't a hey, cool fan reaction. Like, yeah, no, no, and I can tell you for sure, it's not Taylor Swift. I, I've, I've known Taylor Swift. It's not Taylor Swift. Did you see Lance else. Bass holding up the sign, not Taylor not. <laughs> Swift earlier? That was pretty good. No, did he really? Yeah. I, I missed that. Did he really? He was at, uh, yeah. <laughs> that dude's got a great sense of humor, man. Lance Bass is pretty funny. That's yeah, it. You, gotta, you roll with it. It's it's what you got. Uh, good play call. I mean, the only person that got as much screen time as that fan were the numerous shots of Kellen Moore. 
Yeah. Because if you, uh, you had an over-under for the number of times they showed him today, mm-hmm. I think it's about 87. Yeah, uh, you know, it, it's been re- – I would say of all the things we've seen tonight, we have the Mike McCarthy blowing the uh, the time at the end of the first half. We have Brandon Staley going for it when he should not have gone for it earlier in the in the, in the uh, second half. But the, the biggest thing tonight that stands out to me watching this game is this is how I kind of expected the Cowboys to play. I did not expect Justin Herbert to be as inaccurate as he has been tonight. He looks awful. Yeah. Like if you just watched this game and you didn't know anything about Justin Herbert, you'd walk away right now going, man, if the Chargers had a better quarterback, they'd be better. I mean, he, he missed Keenan Allen on a wide open yeah. pass in the middle of the field that he'd still be running. I mean, it was, it's a <laughs> 75-yard touchdown and he over overthrows him by not by just a couple of inches by like five feet and there's passes where he's had guys open on outs and the ball is sailing and it's and it's up in the air and it's out of bounds and receivers no matter how high they jump they're, they're they, they can't get close to it and and the one time Quentin Johnston who has had a ridiculously bad rookie season the guy should be doing incredible things in this pass happy offense yep. he's finally open in the end zone on the third and goal play and he's wide open it's like the Cowboys decide they're not going to throw to you. We're not going to cover you. He's wide open on the backside post from from about eight yards out. He's in the middle of the field with his hands up, and Herbert doesn't even look at him. Like, I'm, I'm completely looking to the right. If he just comes back a little bit, he could have walked over and handed him the football, but he doesn't really see him. And and that's not a Quentin Johnson thing, because we'll get to that after, but this has been, like, this is a game where it stuns me how inaccurate Justin Herbert has been all night tonight, and it doesn't feel like he's, he's getting close to getting it back. Like, when he had that that pass uh, for the touchdown to Everett. I mean, he's rolling out, and Everett's wide open. I mean, this is an easy six points. And I'm saying to myself, how does he biff this? How does he Wondering if he was going to put too much air on on it or whatever. Or he's going to trip and fall or something, because that's the kind of game he has had tonight. It's stunning how poor he's played, where if he has just had – and you throw the ball average tonight, they're they're probably up by a touchdown maybe more in this game. Yeah, just curious on, on a couple of deep balls where he, he's been off and then uh, he had another pass uh, on the last possession uh, that or the possession prior that should have been picked off, like just fell harmlessly on a third down pass, uh, harmlessly to the turf, but just one of those, wow, what did he see? And then Palmer was behind kind of drifting. It's like I was looking for him to make a diving attempt uh, to catch the ball off the deflection, but... Yeah, for Justin Herbert, it's been one of those head scratchers. And I know trying to do play fakes into the uh, the running backs, and they've had a couple of miscommunications, right, where the play fake, obviously the running back went to the wrong side or Herbert went to the wrong side, whatever the case may be. But I, I know with the hand injury he had, the, the offhand, that you, you have a little bit of, of trouble there. Uh, almost a fumbled exchange early in the game uh, that didn't happen, obviously. But when we, we look at it, that's not an excuse for your inaccuracy getting the ball downfield. I mean, it's not like they they had to uh, tape up your, your throwing hand or do anything to your arm there. So, it's, yeah, it's been really curious for a guy that doesn't get a lot of primetime uh, opportunity to, to wow folks. Because they, you know, the I've heard about this Justin Herbert guy. Let's tune in. Yeah, and then you see him <laughs> sail a couple of balls over Keenan Allen's head, and even Allen's looking back like, "What the hell?" 
<laughs> I mean, it really, it really, I've never seen him look like this. I've never seen him look this inaccurate. And it's, and it's with everything. It's not just, well, downfield, he's not been accurate. Or it's, it's downfield, it's, it's over the middle, it's passes to the sideline. It's everything. He has just looked really bad. And again, just an average night. And the, probably up by two touchdowns. And the Cowboys are desperately trying to come back in this game. But instead, if the, the main things that keep coming back to me in this game, like if you said, hey, well, what's going through your head, Chargers, Cowboys? I just keep seeing Keenan Allen and, and other players leaping for the ball, yeah. and it's and it's way over their head when they have nothing but green grass around them because it's not like the cow, not like the Cowboys are trying to make him throw it into a tight window and he's missing. Well, right, you know that that's not the case. These you know the. the the guys are open. He's but, just missing them. But that's the thing is the, the offensive line for the Chargers has done a fantastic job tonight. And it's not like normally you get that level of inaccuracy. You're either going, all right, young quarterback, first time, you know, starters, guys, whatever, uh, you know, Bajant uh, of the Bears against Minnesota on a few throws he made yesterday. Since Lock and Fora kind of mocked it last hour, I'll, I'll you know, return the, uh, the blow here. Is the. They've had clean, clean pockets, right? It's not, hey, I've got to get the ball out because I'm getting bludgeoned and they're getting free run on me. At this point, he hasn't been sacked, right? He, he's been clean and taking his steps, moving in the pocket to buy, buy himself a, a little more time downfield. But it's not like he's been under duress. And so it, it's just that curiosity of, of where's that hiccup in the, the timing of the offense. Uh, Twitter, how about a fresca mic at Swollen Dome, the Jason Smith Show with my best friend, Mike Harmon. And now let's get to the Mike McCarthy part of, of <laughs> what happened at the end of the first half. Right? We've talked about it. And look, Brandon Staley going for it on fourth down. That's going to be a big topic of conversation following the game. But Mike McCarthy at the end of the first half, Cowboys had a chance to get in the end zone. And in the final 47 seconds when they were in Chargers territory, the Cowboys ran four plays. They wound up going into halftime with a timeout left in their back pocket. They could have taken a couple of shots at the end zone, but instead Mike McCarthy opts to kick a field goal and not try to go for seven. And I, I don't understand that. I don't. The, the only thing that, that, that comes to my mind is that he's been watching football the last couple of weeks and he watched the Jets and the Giants and he watched the Jets against the Broncos not get a field goal at the end of the first half because they missed, uh, mistimed it, and he watched the Giants not get a field goal at the end of the first half last night that could have won the game for them, and he said, I'm not letting that happen to me. No, no, no. I'm, I'm, like, I'm, I'm in here. We're in uh, Chargers territory. I just want a field goal. Yeah, but we get a touchdown. No, I'm not going to screw it up. I just want a field goal. I mean, really, I, Mike McCarthy, I don't understand that strategy, and, and again, we brought it with Jason Lock and Fora. I don't get how coaches can get in the final two minutes of a half and be so completely obtuse as to how to go forward, right? You have enough time. You have time. You have timeouts. Let's push the ball down the field. You're, why don't you want to go for the end zone? Why, why, why are you eschewing from going for the end zone, trying to score? Do you not believe in your quarterback? If you don't believe in your quarterback, he can throw a touchdown in the final 35 or 40 seconds. He shouldn't be your quarterback. So I, I, I just don't get sometimes coaches who have carved out great careers just at the end of a half. They turn into coaches where I go, is this your first day? Did you, did you win a 
contest. You get to be the coach. Now the, the final couple minutes of the half with timeouts, and you go, ah, I don't know what's going on. Let's just do it this way because we see it constantly with all these coaches, Mike, and, and now we saw it with McCarthy tonight. Yeah, I can refer folks back to the game you didn't watch, the Bears and the Vikings. Uh, you've got the rookie quarterback and inside of three minutes, and you would have thought it was the beginning of the fourth quarter, the way they were moving up to the line and and even with a, the length of a football field to go, and eventually he throws the interception to seal things. But it, it's just that, the lack of urgency at times, just in terms of getting to the line, getting the next play call in. It's, you've got a running clock. I get it. The old, I don't want to leave any time for my opponent. You still need to score. And in this case, what are you going to leave? Two seconds on the clock at most, right? If you run a play and score the touchdown, instead you let the clock run down to three and you call that last time out. It's it's baffling. It, it truly is. Down in distance uh, scenarios at the end of halves. We And we watch it every week. And it's not the the new coaches, Right, because some of these guys, you can at least say, "All right, they got promoted and they'd never been a head coach." We've had that in the past. This guy's been around a minute. He recognized the scrutiny uh, of what this team is and the expectations, uh, and then especially coming off the the loss to the 49ers, like you'd expect everything to be buttoned up to where, hey, we're not leaving anything to chance. We're not leaving any points on the board. And this is important uh, in a primetime game because the poison pens are out if you lose to the Chargers. Uh, you know, well, it's a home game. But on the road, you get my point. <laughs> but but it's, it's just the, the curiosity. Every week we, we watch this in, in the NFL. It's, it's not like you've got a young quarterback, right, that you're trying to spoon feed him. Right, and and we see it with C.J. Stroud and others. They they don't need it. They go when they play. Dak Prescott's supposed to be your guy, and this again goes back to my veteran quarterbacks. At some point, you need to be able to look over at your coach and say, "Blank you, you're screwing this up," and I'm taking it. Right? I mean, look, he he gets some bit of ownership in this as well. Like, wait, we're gonna let the clock run down? No, coach. Let's take another shot. Let's let's dial up a play. You got a sheet with 97,000 things on there or the wristband with 97,000 things on there or the Denny's menu with uh, Peter Griffin like so many have put out there for all the different coaches with their their play cards. I I just don't understand. Right, leaving potential points on the board and mismanaging those situations. The number of coaches that go into halftime with timeouts still in their pocket in these kind of scenarios is is just maddening. Because you know the TV networks also want you to call timeouts so they can get a couple ads in as well. So you're not helping anybody. <laughs> hey, do we owe Aflac? Yeah, they got three more spots that have to run. All right, all right, all right, all right. Don't, we'll try to get them to run a play. Look, I'm telling you. Look, my idea, the the off-season end-of-half clock management seminar, 25 grand a person. I, in the last 24 hours, I got Mike McCarthy, I got Brian Dable, and I got Terod Taylor. They all have to come now because I'll have to understand what do we do at the end of a half. We don't understand. That's okay because I will have both practical and classroom examples of what to do when you have certain timeouts where you can go on certain parts of the field. We will take classes during the day and fly combat missions at night. It's just like Top Gun. You'll take classes during the day, and at night we go onto the field and we set up situations, and you know what kind of decisions to make, right? It's Top Gun for clock management. 
And we'll do whiteboard stuff as well, and we'll also play golf because every seminar you kind of have to have time in for golf because that would really get people to come. Like I can help people with clock management, but really if I say there's going to be golf, that'll get more people who want to come to the thing. So if I say that that's what it is, classroom clock management, field clock management, and golf, I get everybody, man. And I, you know, I don't know that I, I don't know that I, I couldn't do that full time. I get new coaches every year that don't know what they're doing at the end of half. It, it, these are big name coaches. Well, they too. cycle through six it, to man. eight guys every year. So this yeah. is great. I may never retire. I'll be like 98 years old going, all right, here we are. We have Peyton Manning's grandson with us. Here's what you do at the end. I understand your dad is going to tell you what to do at halftime of the Manning cast, but this is how you do things. Oh, I'll have so many people. It'll be great. No, this is good. I mean, it's a, a franchise that keeps going. Just like Top Gun that you reference. Uh, <laughs> evidently, there's now going to be a reality show. This comes out of the Hollywood Reporter from earlier today. Quote, Top Gun Next Generation. It'll follow a group of actual Navy pilots as they make their way through training. The project's set to air on Nat Geo with a release date to be announced. Oh, wait a minute. So, so it's it's just a documentary. It's not like a reality show no, where it's... I get to be a Top Gun pilot. No, 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 no. Oh, no, see, no. that'd be cool. If I liked flying, that would be cool. I mean, I would really yeah, like I mean, it, but I hate flying. Yeah, it's a reality that. show that's actually real, I guess, would be uh, the proper way to say it. Have you ever wanted to fly a jet plane? Yes. Get ready to fly combat missions if you get chosen. Because that's something completely Fox would do. Like real-life Top Gun. Hey, you know, Jim is a 42-year-old manager at Home Depot. He's always wanted to fly fly jet planes we're gonna let them do it why would we're you gonna, not you put them through gonna, training absolutely we're gonna give them a 20 million dollar government uh <laughs> airplane and let them go fly it <laughs> oh you can buy it on surplus <laughs> twitter and how about a fresco mike gets swollen down the jason smith show with my best friend mike Harmon. tonight's show brought to you by progressive insurance progressive makes bundling easy and affordable get a multi-policy discount by combining your motorcycle rv boat atv and more all your protection in one place bundle and save at progressive.com don't buzz well, the, the tower <laughs> The Cowboys with a field goal have the lead over the Chargers, 20-17. to 17. But Justin Herbert has a chance to put a good ending on a horrendous game for him. The Chargers have the ball down three, 2-19 to go in the fourth quarter. Coming up next, are we talking about an incredible Justin Herbert drive in the Cowboys? What's wrong with the Cowboys? Or is it going to be more <laughs> of the same for the Chargers? And the Cowboys are back! Keep it right here. Jason and Mike, you are listening to Fox Sports Radio. Be sure to catch live editions of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon weekdays at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific. You've put it off long enough. It's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has tires that'll elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuter comfort, performance tires for sporty handling, all-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. They'll show you the right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from the full line of Kumo tires. They're shipped fast and free to a recommended installer near you. Or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation. They'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site. It doesn't get much easier than that. Go to TireRack.com sports to see their Kumo test results, tire ratings, and consumer reviews. And be sure to check out all the current special offers. Great tires and a great deal. What more could you ask for? That's TireRack.com sports. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. 
the Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Radio, the Jason Smith Show with my best friend, Mike Harmon, live from the Tyrac.com studios here at Fox Sports Radio. Tonight's show brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Progressive makes bundling easy and affordable. You can get a multi-policy discount by combining your motorcycle, RV, boat, ATV, and more. All your protection in one place. Bundle and save at Progressive.com. Well, it is over in Los Angeles. The Cowboys walk away with a 20-17 victory over the Chargers. Justin Herbert is picked off by Stephon Gilmore. The Chargers' last gasp drive ends with an INT. Herbert had been sacked the play before by Micah Parsons, so it was uphill odds at best on those last couple of plays. But Justin Herbert puts a cherry on top of this craptastic Sunday, and the Chargers lose, and the Cowboys go on to win. And look, the Cowboys played well tonight, right? And I give Dak Prescott credit. It. He played well against a pretty good defense. You know, he made good decisions with the football. He ran the football out, threw for one, ran for one. Look, Dak had a good game, right? I'm, I'm not taking away from Dak. He had a good game. Now, was he unbelievable? Did he control the game? No, but Dak played a good game. And tonight, he was the Cowboys' best player. Okay? I'll give, I'll give him that. But this game tonight, the Chargers should have won this game by 10 points. Justin Herbert was so awful, and he was inaccurate, and he sailed the ball, and he missed open receivers the entire game. And it was frustrating to watch. It was frustrating to see just, hey, easy plays that the, the Chargers should make, and it's not like the the Cowboys had great coverage on, on the wide receivers, specifically Keenan Allen. Um, he was open a lot, and mm-hmm. still, Allen could have had a bigger game. And there were plays where Justin Herbert just missed open wide receivers. We talked about it a few minutes ago. On a big third and eight from inside the 10-yard line, Quentin Johnston, who could have had his big, hey, hey, I'm here. I'm actually in the NFL uh, play where he would have caught a touchdown pass. Justin Herbert doesn't see him. And I don't know if he locked in on receivers too long tonight or whatever it was, but he was just 
off. And it was a lot of unforced errors. He did, he wasn't sacked until the very end of the game. That time he got sacked by Micah Parsons was the first time he got sacked all night. It's not like he had to keep picking himself up off the ground. It was just a bad game. And when your quarterback, when your franchise quarterback plays like that, it's hard to overcome it. But when you look at why did the Cowboys win? Hey, Cowboys played fine, right? Now, I'm sure they'll talk after the game and say, oh, yeah, we're back. We're, we're this. We came in with all the emotion. We had to win this game, and it was so exciting. Uh, the Chargers, they should have won this game by 10 points. And, and I, I look at Justin Herbert and say, he really just crushed them tonight. As good as he is, as great a quarterback as he is, he was just that bad tonight where even an average night by Herbert, and I mean it, it's a double-digit win for the Chargers in this game. 22 of 37 on the night. 227, two touchdowns, the pick, and then that late sack. I have to ask this question, and I do so eh, maybe with my tongue planted firmly in cheek because I was watching it with the fellas here in the studio. They're making it sound so pretty tonight, Alex Tyshirt, Ryan Bershinger. And Micah Parsons on the sack? I mean, he lands on Justin Herbert, right? Right on top of him. Isn't that supposed to be a penalty? Yeah. I don't think yeah. it should be. Uh, but if we're going to call it sometimes – that's one where he came right through him, right? Big hit. I think all of us that are football watchers uh, would agree that it shouldn't be, but in a day and age where we see that flagged oftentimes, seemed in the moment where it's like uh, waiting for the laundry to fly that it never came. Uh, but the pocket suddenly collapsing. And that was on a second and two with just under two minutes remaining. So kind of the curious, hey, let's do a, a big drop back here. Not that you, you're necessarily going to um, – you haven't run the ball particularly well at all. 23 carries, 53 yards on the night. But a second and short seemed like a, a quick uh, get the ball out of Herbert's hands uh, might have been the way to go. But you get the breakthrough for Parsons. To your point, yeah, erratic all night long. There's several throws to Keenan Allen. You could do a super cut of those. Uh, that are just easy. A couple of near misses. You know, the old, hey, the if the DBs catch, could catch kind of things, uh, the interception total would have been higher. And you got a really good effort from the Chargers defense overall. McCarthy decision-making notwithstanding. You know, you did a good job. Tony Pollard averaged two yards a carry. Effective uh, on the, the pass game. But even that was five catches for 20 yards. And then he had one where he should have been stopped after a seven-yard gain, and instead a missed tackle turned it into a 60-yard sprint. So you, you did a good job of containing them. Uh, in five sacks of Prescott, he was under duress, uh, quite the opposite of what you saw for Herbert all night. But they make the plays when it counts, get the, the field goal just over two minutes remaining, and the Chargers can't finish the job for Justin Herbert. And I will be, you know, we're ahead of the curve. We always ask it, right? As much as you make on Staley and everything else, when's Justin Herbert going to win games in the fourth quarter for him? Yeah, look, I'll answer. I'll answer your two questions in the order you asked them. The first one was the penalty that wasn't called. Micah Parsons falling on top of Justin Herbert. You're right. It is a play that you kind of see called. But what we have seen in the NFL now, and, and now that we've had enough to look at replay and watch enough games, is that the best I can say for replay is this, and you take this however you want. Sometimes the NFL sees a play and just says, no, it's fine. And sometimes they do all they can 
to make a decision in the re- in the review booth that benefits a team. Boom! Right? Like, they do it all the time. That that's what that's the. It, it's so inconsistent. It's the only consistent thing I can say. Tweet that right? out with the and Elmo in front of the fire. Go. <laughs> and here's the Cowboys who are the beneficiary of that call. If that happened the other way for the Chargers and it was Bosa who was falling on top of Dak Prescott, can I say for certain it would have been called the same way? I can't because the NFL call they call that when they decide they want to look at something and overturn it they do it right like I knew yesterday when the Jets were playing the Eagles and the Eagles go for it on fourth and goal from inside the Jets three and he gets stopped and fumbles right I knew when they go back and look at it, seeing this play, it's okay, at what point is he down? At what point do you rule the quarterback is down? I get, oh, he's not technically on the ground, but you're a quarterback now and you're protected. There's a time when you're down. I'm watching this replay, and we've seen, you've seen the play that Hurts gets ruled for a touchdown, and I said, they're going to go up and they're going to look at this soak. They're going to look at this play from a thousand different angles, and they're going to do everything they can to give Jalen Hurts the touchdown. They're, everything they can. The Eagles are 5-0, and and he's a big star. They're going to do everything they can to give the Eagles a touchdown. And what happens? Boom, Eagles get a touchdown, right? All the time it happens, all the time, right? Let me go back to the flag with in the Jets game against Mahomes. When the Jets pick off Mahomes, a chance to win the game instead, the flag is thrown after the Jets intercept the ball. And I'm just going off the Jets game, and I'm sure other 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 fans go, yeah, I remember this. Well, when we grab the, the end Cowboys. of the Giants. Yeah. Bills last night. Yeah, when right? we played Every this re- team, we played here. Yeah, you can say that. That's the best thing I can say. Sometimes when it's a call like that, oh, it looks legit. Yeah, let it go Cowboys yeah Cowboys get the sack but other times it's we're no we need to do everything that we can to look at this to see if it's something we can overturn or that we absolutely need to whatever it is we're going to look so careful at it just to see what we can do if we can really alter this decision from the field and that's what happens that's the best thing I can I can I can answer that about that when you talk about Parsons sack if it happened versus the charges best thing I can no it's the curiosity right I mean the Darren Waller getting grabbed held inter feared with and it's a no call and off we go into the good night as bad as dable and company were at managing that game should have won that game right should have finished that game off uh you'd look at the the bears game to go back to that and the the viking there was a big play along the sideline because we've had trouble in the nfl adjudicating whether a foot goes out of bounds whether a ball's gone out of bounds before it's recovered cleanly the bears in their post-game explanation said yeah this is one of those games where there weren't enough cameras so we didn't have ample angles to overturn that and keep the ball (laughs) <laughs> huge play along yep. the sideline that would have yep. given them uh great field position instead well you know the moving on so to your point uh, i'm sure some folks are uh, cringing uh and maybe saying stop whining jets guy or bears guy or whatever but it is something to consider there there is a um, it, it is a business and certain outcomes and, and certain discussions uh, are good for business. And, you know, yesterday was a day where I saw, you know, Bill Krakenberger, who does the show, uh, countdown to kickoff here on Sunday mornings. He goes, I don't think I've ever been uh, told by more people that the NFL's fixed <laughs> after the games from the early games of yesterday. Because there was a lot of curiosity, right? Some strange results. And look, that's the NFL in a nutshell. All right, we talked about it with Lock and Four last hour. The only thing that's been a given, road teams are in games, and home field advantage is might be a myth like a Yeti. 
uh, and that the unders are cashing with great regularity. But it means week to week, we're getting some really strange play all along, right? Cleveland, we love the defense. Injuries to key players for the 49ers. P.J. Walker was the quarterback. That was the guy the Bears decided they didn't need as their back. Yeah, I know. And he starts for Cleveland <laughs> and engineers a win. I mean, it is a weird world out there. So, yeah, I mean, have your conspiracy theories. In the end, you got to figure out how to prove it uh, and have some fun with that. And, look, I just think, you know, the human element comes in and there's going to be bad calls, decisions, quick conversations of, did you did you see that cleanly? Because, yeah. like, even the um, – the way the Chargers got the ball back to eventually punch it in the end zone, right? With the Everett touchdown, the punt, you could say, okay, he blocked his protector back in, but the Chargers player makes contact with the returner. So what? why wasn't it called there? Why did the Chargers get the ball after the ensuing scrum? Like, I, it's just curiosity to me sometimes how these are adjudicated. Be sure to catch live editions of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon weekdays at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific. You've put it off long enough. It's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has tires that'll elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuter comfort, performance tires for sporty handling, all-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. They'll show you the right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from the full line of hand-cooked tires. They're shipped fast and free to a recommended installer near you. Or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation. They'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site. It doesn't get much easier than that. Go to TireRack.com sports to see their hand-cooked test results, tire ratings, and consumer reviews. And be sure to check out all the current special offers. Great tires and a great deal. What more could you ask for? That's TireRack.com sports. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card. Hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet that's right up to $1,500 again sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in Ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park that's 1-800-GAMBLER Fox Sports Radio, The Jason Smith Show with my best friend, Mike Harmon. 
If you like using debit over credit, shouldn't you also get rewarded? Well, now you can with Discover Cashback Debit. It's a checking account that rewards everyone with cash back on everyday purchases with no fees, period. Check out eligibility and terms at discover.com slash cashback debit. That's discover.com slash cashback debit. Discover Bank member FDIC. Well, uh, Brandon Staley, Chargers head coach, about to hit the podium, talk about the Chargers falling to the Cowboys 20-17. to 17, And uh, the Cowboys are going to say, oh! Oh, we're so great. We got it back. Uh, the Chargers just said, here, we can't get it going in the clutch. We're going to hand you this game. Um, you want to know why the Chargers fail, right? We, we talked about the, the penalty that could have been called on Micah Parsons for falling on top of Justin Herbert. But the Justin Herbert clutch gene has become a topic of conversation, right? Because each three games the Chargers have lost this year, they've had a chance to win. Herbert's had a chance to win it at the end and hasn't done it. I don't know that it's a Justin Herbert thing as much as it's a Chargers thing, all right? Because I want to talk about a couple of plays in the final in the final possession for the Chargers that that illustrate why the Chargers fall short. Okay, now they get the ball back after the Cowboys take the lead. They have all kinds of time left to go, right? There's just over two minutes left. They have the ball their own 25 yard line. They have all kinds of time, right? Okay. First play is Justin Herbert throwing a pass to Keenan Allen, who runs out of bounds at the 32-yard line. Keenan Allen could have turned it up and gotten the first down, or potentially gotten the first. I don't know if he absolutely would have gotten it, but this is where, hey, it's the end of the game, dude, and, and yeah, you were just happy getting the ball and going out of bounds. Time is not a huge factor. You want to get first downs because now you're out towards midfield. You get this first down, right? You're out towards a 40-yard line, potentially. Probably could have gotten out there, but instead he easily goes out of bounds. Uh, dude, you got, you got to go for it, man. You got to have some kind of sense of urgency, and you got to play smart and focused. Didn't see it on that play, right? Could have been a first down. Then you, have the net, then you have that play get wiped out because of penalty on the Cowboys, so the Chargers take a first and five. Okay, first and five, second and three. All right, fine. You know, I, hey, I would, you're in four-down territory. I would say three plays to get three yards rather than – but okay, fine. That's what you decide to go with. Justin Herbert scrambles and probably could have scrambled for the first down without putting himself in harm's way. But he slides a good three yards short of the first down. Dude, it's the end of the game, man. Try to go. I get it. You don't want it, but this is the end of the game. You're trying. This is where you go in and you dive and you hold the football out. You find a way to do it. This is Herbert saying, hey, we have plenty of time. We have plenty of time. And then what happens? Micah Parsons sacks Justin Herbert, and then he throws an interception. I think it's more of a Chargers clutch gene overall, and Herbert being the head of the snake and being the quarterback, he gets the lion's share of it. And yeah, he had an awful game. And and yes, it, it, you know, you look at the clutch thing with him, and and I see part of his fault. But I just overall look at the Chargers in big moments in big situations, and I just don't know if they have it. Like like they fail on fourth and one. Brandon Staley goes for it, runs all kinds of different plays. And they're not good at it. They can't get a first. The biggest plays of the game, the Chargers find a way to fall short. So I don't know that it's a. It's just strictly a Herbert thing. It looks to me like it's just a Charger thing. You know, Chargers going to Charger. You know, they, they they have chances to make big plays. They hey, we can make a big play right here, and we don't for one reason or another. Either we can't execute the play because because we we just don't, or we decide hey, getting a first down is not really what I need right here. I need to make sure that I get out of bounds when there's two and a half minutes. Left 
left to go, and I can still get out of bounds and get a couple more yards upfield. And maybe if it's second and a half yard, that's the play we take, and we get a first down a little bit easier. Uh, Justin Herbert dives for the first down. We get a first down. It's a little bit easier. I just don't see it overall from the Chargers. And 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 to kind of take a make a take a big umbrella over the failures of the Chargers and why they fall short. I mean, that's something that sticks out to me, especially after seeing how they they attack those big moments in the game tonight against the Cowboys. Well, and we've been watching it for years, uh, and certainly with with Justin Herbert, just looking up random stats because that's it's it's fun to just find randomness uh, in games decided by seven points or fewer because it's one of my pet peeves. It's not or less or fewer uh, when we're counting. Uh, is he's five hundred coming into tonight? So he'll go to one game underneath. Everybody's punching bag in close games in prime time. Kirk Cousins, seven games over five hundred in his career. <laughs> games decided by zero to seven points. Just to just show you uh, perception uh, and where we go. And and your point on Allen uh, going out of bounds, got himself towards the sideline. And I don't know if physically he just couldn't get himself turned back in and up, but looking at the, staying on that side of the two-minute warning might have been it before they'd get back up under center. But either way, you just saw the the excellence of execution. We talk about these game situations. You, you can't anticipate that you're blowing everybody out. I, I would think in season, most of your work is done on fine-tuning for situations like this. I mean, unless I'm just wrong, I, which which is always possible, but unless I'm wrong, but I don't think so. No, but, but, I, but, I, but like legitimately, right? You're you're talking about these kind of situations of all right, what's getting us the next best play in? How do we execute decision making like that? That's the point of emphasis, and particularly if you're the Chargers, because you've done this now for multiple years under Brandon Staley. This is not new territory where in the final minutes of a game, you're stressing and the fundamentals that you've been pretty good at at taking care of for much of the game suddenly go out the window. Right? It happens too frequently to be an accident. You're just showing here's another data point in the long Wikipedia page of inability to get things done in the final minutes of games because you had chances. Your offensive line had done a good job. Now, to your point from last hour, this should have never been in doubt. You should have had uh, been able to pin your ears back and be rushing Dak Prescott, who they got to five times over the course of the night, by the way. Um, but for for Herbert and for the Chargers, it's just another head-scratcher of why, it, why does this continue? And, and the definition of insanity that we like to use, right? Same thing over and over and expecting different results. This is this is their identity until proven otherwise. If we're predicting a close game, I'm predicting an L. Mm. Twitter at How About a Fresca, Mike at Swollen Dome, the Jason Smith Show with my best friend, Mike Harmon. We'll have more on this game coming up next. We'll hear from Brandon Staley and a definitive answer to why the tush push works for the Eagles, but not for anybody else. You saw the Cowboys fail at it tonight. It's coming up next right here. Jason and Mike, this is Fox. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off, grand slam, or a base hit to center field. 
Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote.